Hello and welcome to Tips for Change. I'm Tiffany Mutchler, the Marketing Manager at Voyage Federal Credit Union. Today we have with us uh, Feeding South Dakota CEO, Lori Dykstra. Hi, Lori. Hi. How are you today? I'm doing great. Thanks for joining us. Um, so, Lori, you're joining us to talk about the importance of giving back year-round and not just during the holiday season and kind of just the overview of feeding South Dakota and what it takes to feed South Dakota. So, can you give us a brief overview of what Feeding South Dakota is? Yeah, I think sometimes people think of Feeding South Dakota as maybe just one thing, maybe a food pantry, a mobile distribution, but we have a lot of child hunger programs. We have the backpack program, which a lot of families know about, and we have school pantries, we have healthcare pantries. Um, But one of the ways that we distribute food across the state is that we partner with agency partners. So if you're going to a banquet or a small pantry in your community, likely the food is coming from Feeding South Dakota. Very cool. Um, What does your role as CEO of Feeding South Dakota all entail? You know, I, I think that my role, it's a li- its still a small business, so we get to do a lot of everything, which is amazing, but really it's about leading change and letting people know. We, our goal is really to advocate and educate on our mission so that more people know who we are, so that our clients can reach our services, but also so that our donors and our, our stakeholders can help raise awareness about hunger in our state. What inspired you to get involved with Feeding South Dakota? You know, I actually worked to help with the backpack program years ago out on the west side of the state. And it was just so meaningful when you got to see those kids grab their bags. They were so excited to take it home. And um, actually a small, uh, it was a conversation I had with a kiddo. I said, you know, what do you know, what do you do? What is this? backpack mean to you and what do you do with the backpack and he said I take it home and give it to my little brother and sister because I get free lunch and I get free breakfast so for me I'm going to take that backpack and share it with my siblings so I knew there was more to do because that backpack wasn't enough to feed a whole family so it just always stuck in the back of my head so when this opportunity came up I just knew it was just like a calling like I needed to do this amazing What types of volunteer and donation opportunities are available through Feeding South Dakota? I know it's a huge uh, process to get everything in and out of the door, but what are some ways that people can help? Yeah, I mean, I always say there's three main ways you can help, and that is um, donating your time, your resources, or um, coming, and also the third way is just being able to educate and tell, share our mission. So if you're able to share things on social media, share about some of the things that we're doing, you're helping to educate people on the programs that we offer. But volunteering for Feeding South Dakota is pretty easy. By going to our website, you can click on um, volunteer and you can pick out the time that works best for you. And that might be coming in and packing a box for a mobile distribution. It might be packing a backpack for a kiddo, a senior box, you know, or you can also go out to our mobile distribution sites, which I suggest if you haven't done to do, because that's where you get to directly, we put the boxes into people's cars. You get to see the gratitude and really firsthand the guests that we, that we serve each day. So on your website, does it show the opportunities for the mobile distribution sites as well? Um, some of them are on there, but mostly if you ever have a question, contact our office because um, our volunteer coordinators, both on the east and west side of the state, can help get people connected to their community. So you can do one in your community. How many staff do you have other facility here? In Sioux Falls, we have about 40, but we have, um, as a statewide organization, we're, we're going to be close to 65 this year. Wow, that's awesome. So the um, 
opportunities to volunteer and the opportunities within Feeding South Dakota, how do you feel that that benefits our local communities? Well, I mean, we couldn't do this without our volunteers. So um, I'm probably going to mess this up. So my volunteer coordinator will probably correct me later. But um, the amount of hours that we had from volunteers last year equaled 28 employees which we, could, we couldn't do that, right? We wouldn't be able to, as a nonprofit, sustain that. So to be able to have 28, the equivalent of 28 staff mem- full-time staff members, that was all through volunteer hours. So by being able to have groups, and it's, and it's a fun time. You've done it, so you know yeah. when you come out there. It's a great team building. It's a really, we make it fun. But those boxes would not be able to, we would not be able to get them out across the entire state if we didn't have people coming in. We have 40 shifts a day just in Sioux Falls alone. That's wild. It gets to be kind of a workout when you're packing those boxes. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you feel it's important for people to consider to consider giving back year round and not just during the holiday season? You know, I think the holiday season just brings it up in us. We we feel that giving spirit. It's just like it. I think people think about it more during the holidays, but sometimes January and February and March, those months following preceding the holidays really hits families hard, especially our working families that we've been seeing. They're stretching their dollars further right now. They're, they're making dis- really difficult decisions, whether or not to pay their electric bill this month or to buy extra groceries for their kids, um, to buy life-saving medication or groceries. So if you're able to help out during these months, this is, I would say, even a more important time than um, prior, prior to holidays because it kind of drops off a little bit. People kind of start to not think about it as much. So our guests are still coming. We're still seeing a 40% increase in our distribution. So, I mean, this is definitely a good time to still give. What are some ways people can donate to organizations like Feeding South Dakota outside of just monetary donations? One of the fun ways to do it is we call it food and fun drives, fund, like F-U-N-D, um, where, you know, a lot of times schools will do this, um, athletic teams will get together and they'll do challenges and they can raise awareness, have canned foods or, you know, non-perishable items donated, but they can also have people can donate funds, but they can create challenges around it. And I know the credit union's done that. We've had a lot of um, really great opportunities in our community to make that kind of a fun thing. It can be a contest at a school or it can be a contest at a business. And that food is needed. I will say fun, whenever people ask me what's more important, food or funds to be delivered or to be donated, whenever people ask me whether food or funds is more important to be donated, I always say funds. And this is why we can purchase more food with a dollar than the average consumer. So if you're going to buy a jar of peanut butter, we might be able to buy three to five jars of peanut butter for that same price. And so we always want to make sure that we're being good stewards of the dollars. So I just always like to tell people that. So if you're thinking about going to Costco or somewhere locally to buy a bag of food, we can likely do that at a um, greater quantity and better. What advice would you give to someone trying to decide what organizations they should donate or give back to? I always say give where your heart is. You know, if you really believe in a mission, you're going to volunteer your time. You're going to give your dollars. You might um, decide to be more of a larger part, be on their board or something. That's that's really where you should give your time, wherever your heart is. If that's with children, if it's with feeding people, you really need to spend your time where it is most meaningful to you. It really does warm your heart a little bit when you're out there, though, and everybody's just having a good time and. All your staff always seems like they're in a great mood. So <laughs> we have fun at work for yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, what are some resources people can use to help find the right organization to get back? You know, I, I like doing research, you know, going out on the website of anything that you're looking for. So if you, if, you know, if kids with cancer is something you want to give back to or, you know, going out and checking what's local. And I always say if you can stay local, you're helping those families in your community. Um, but they always usually have a link that goes back to local. So even if you go to get to Feeding America's website, you're going to get sent back here by putting in your information. You're going to get sent back to South Dakota. And you can learn about what's happening in your community. Even if you're in a small community right outside of Sioux Falls, it's going to tell you what's happening in Harrisburg or T. And so I think if you could research those sites that you can I start over that I don't even know I'm trying to think of what site I go there is a site and I'm, there's a name of it that actually will tell you all the organizations is it the helpline? oh yes okay. <laughs> thank you my brain one more cup of coffee this morning uh, you know I, um, what are some resources people can use to help find the right organization for giving back and the opportunities that are available we have a great partnership with 211, and if you go to 211 or call them, they'll be able to connect you with resources in your community across the entire state. Um, we personally partner with them, if even for our guests. Our guests can call and find out when any of our distributions are. So that also goes for volunteers. So if you're going to volunteer or give your time, you might want to volunteer at the church that you go to. The 211 will have that schedule. Very good. Is there anything else that you'd like to add about Feeding South Dakota just to let our audience know? You know, I think the biggest thing is just educating people on all the different programs. You know, in the past, people have saw us as a pantry, a single pantry, and not realizing that that mobile distribution model that kind of shifted after COVID um, is still existing. So we're in 14 locations in Sioux Falls. We've got 120 locations across the state. But then even greater than that, that we're going to continue to partner with agency partners like other small pantries and churches to get food out wherever is needed. But if you need to learn more about our programs, go to our website at feedingsouthdakota.org and you'll learn uh, there's just a multitude of things that we're doing. And so I think that's the biggest thing is finding out what all, what all we do here. I love that. Thank you, Lori, for joining us today on our podcast. And um, we look forward to seeing you throughout the year. I know that we talked about seeing each other at a golf tournament this summer. So yeah. hopefully there. <laughs> and thank you again for tuning into Tips for Change. We'll see you next time.